0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Construction Corner podcast. You guessed it, another solo episode. It's just me today, so we're gonna have a quick kind of spitfire rant, uh, as is typical when Dylan's not here. Dylan this week was uh, traveling. Actually, he was in Nashville uh, on the day of this recording for the RTA Live event. Um, I did not go to this one. There were some things that came up that uh, precluded me from doing so. However, I did live stream it all day today and. I gotta tell you, if you missed this one, this was not one to miss. It was open to everyone; uh, public was welcome. Um, it was it was absolute fire, and and we'll get into this. I'm sure uh, Dylan and I will talk about it a little bit more in depth on a on a future recording of, of this show. Um, but anyways, I wanted to get something out for uh, your your listening pleasure for for next week or for this week if you're listening to it now. So today I want to talk real quick about efficiency. Efficiency is one of those those terms that people throw around a lot, especially in the business world. Uh, And it has some real good good weight to it, right? Uh, We try to do what we do at, at my company as efficiently as possible because efficiency equals more money, equals more free time, equals more fun, right? If you're doing things in an efficient manner, you should be doing them for less cost, which means that by the end of the day, you're making more money for the firm, for yourselves, for each other, Uh, And in doing so, you can have more fun, you can have more free time, you can have more time with your family outside of work, doing things that aren't directly related to work. And the only way you get there is by being efficient. But what I wanted to talk about today is a little bit different spin on this. Today, I want to talk about doing inefficient things that lead to either better service, bigger wins, a better way to help your client, uh, things of that nature. Right? So there are definitely things that we can do that are inefficient by nature. However, the flip side, the benefit, the positive that those inefficient activities can create are so far past where you would be and what you would create doing something differently, that it's worth giving up your time doing certain inefficient things. Got some examples I want to talk about. Last week, uh, a client of ours, of mine, called and said, hey, Matt, there's this facility uh, that has a certain piece of equipment that I'm really interested in. I want to put it in my new facility, a new facility which we are going to be constructing for this gentleman, by the way. Because I'd really like to go look at it, get my eyes on it, see it in person, see how it works, and make sure it's the right fit for, for my operations. And I would really love it if either you or one of your teammates could could come with me. Get get your eyes on it, because you guys are the construction wing of this development. So I just want to make sure that everybody knows what we're talking about. You know, it's there's, there's value in getting eyes on it. I said, yeah, of course, no problem. Well, where's the place at? Well, the place is in X city. We don't need to say it. It's on the other side of the state from where we're at. So about a two-hour drive away. Ugh. You've all heard my rant about driving two hours across the state to go do planning commission meetings. That's a different issue. That's about as inefficient as it gets in a bad way. My point is, driving two hours to go meet my client on the other side of the state, other side of Michigan, to go look at some equipment, look at some stuff there, that's a pretty inefficient use of my time as a business leader, right? There's things I could be doing. I could be out selling. I could be doing strategic initiatives. I could be working with our employees. I could be doing a lot of things, but instead... I chose to drive two hours out there, spend about two hours on the ground, uh, and then drive two hours back. So I basically sapped an entire day of, uh, of productivity. Most people might look at this and say, well, that's a, what are you talking about? That's a stupid waste of your time, Matt. It's not though. And here's why. That inefficient use of my time solidified even more so my relationship with my client, with our client. And now that client knows that we are willing to go the extra mile to make sure that he is comfortable with us, right? Because in the business that, that I'm in, that we're in, people are spending huge dollars, right? Huge contract values to come work with us, right? For the benefit of working with my construction company, they're spending multiple seven figures, okay and to do that without having an innate trust in someone is difficult as hell, right? It's got to be. Um, so anything I can do to show my client that I'm willing to go the extra mile, I'm willing to <laughs> the extra mile literally in this case, right? I'm willing to drive the extra 120 miles in this case to go and walk with him, talk with him, have a face-to-face conversation, see this equipment in action, and and all for the benefit of his project, for the benefit of the development that we're working on. It is an incredibly inefficient use of my time. However, the benefits are huge. Case number two, this podcast. I said it, right? There you go. We say it all the time. Dylan and I don't advertise. We don't solicit advertisers on this show. We could but we have chosen, at least for this point, up to this point, rather, to not bring advertisers in. There's a there's a lot of reasons why. Um, we won't get into all of them. I, I fall very much so, and so does Dylan, on the Andy Frisella train of, I don't want somebody to be able to control what the hell I say here, ever. By no means are we as big as Andy's podcast, and I don't assume we'll ever get to that point. However, we do have a voice. We do have a voice here in our certain niche. And I don't want people to have to to have excuse me to have the ability to censor what I want to say. We keep this show pretty tame, pretty pretty PG for the most part. But if I want to rail off on a on a solo episode and tell people about how stupid I think planning commissions are, I'm going to do that. Or if I want to talk about how how shitty I think a certain product is that's come onto the market, I'm going to do that. And Dylan is going to do the same thing. And neither one of us want that. That noose around our neck, threatening to pull funding. So we've chosen not to monetize the podcast. Well, there you go. That in of essence, isn't now it has become an inefficient use of our time, right? Inefficient use of our time because we're not producing revenue. We're not producing uh, intrinsic benefits or 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 advancements in our in our respective companies, right? We're not. However, the flip side of that, is what we are gaining from this is immeasurable. We are spreading our message, the message of the blue collar badass, the message of of bring back the trades and making the trades cool again. We are spreading the construction world farther and wider than we could certainly by just having the conversations we have in our own little circles here on terra firma, okay? We get on this mic every week and we, we talk about shit that is either important to us, important to the industry, Important to people we meet, or all of the above, for the sole goal of making the industry better. We're trying to affect an actual change. There is a small but growing group of us doing this same sort of thing. We are partnering up with some of these these folks as we speak, and there's some exciting shit coming down the pipe. I'm not going to tell you about it now, but just, just stay tuned for that. But again, my point is we're doing something good. We're doing something for the betterment of the industry that we know like, love, and live in every single effing day. And for that, this inefficient use of my time is providing measurable, measurable benefits to us, to the people that listen, to the people that this gets shared to, and hopefully to the young guy or the young girl who hasn't considered a career in the construction field or in the trades, they get a chance to listen to us screaming and yelling about whatever we want to talk about. And they say, wow. Maybe the construction world has a home for me. Maybe there is a fit. To me, that's an immeasurable benefit. You can't put a price tag on that sort of thing. We talk all the time about the shortage of good people coming into construction. This is how we are trying to fix that problem. This is how we are trying to affect actual change. Okay, We're talking about it. We're sharing our message. And to me, that inefficient use of my time has a tremendous benefit to me at the end of the day. Social media. Same difference, okay? As long as you're using it effectively and and correctly. I'm not talking about the bullshit, whining, mediocre, asshole social media that most people put out there. I'm talking about the business-related tactical tips and, and pushing the culture and pushing your core values of your company, that sort of social media. It is an inefficient use of my time. It is. I still, to this day, write almost 90% of all of our posts, of all of our content, period, that goes out of Schaefer Construction. That is a giant inefficient use of my time. I'm not making money directly from that. I'm not seeing revenue increases on the company side directly from that. I'm not pushing the company forward directly from that. But what I am doing, what I am doing is spreading our message is showing off what we're doing, is showing the world that the construction industry is a great place to be. And it's showing the world that the trades are a great place to sit in, right? It's making the trades cool again. It's pushing our message forward and farther and farther and farther. At the end of the day, to me, that's a win. That is a that is inefficient time spent wisely. We do a ton of community outreach, same thing we team up with high schools locally okay we team up with trade schools locally and we go talk we go talk to kids to try to do the same thing i've just been talking about to try and increase awareness of the trades increase awareness of the opportunities available in our industry to form and create a wonderful long lasting career inefficient use of my time certainly because i don't make any money doing these little speaking gigs i'm not i'm not getting paid six, seven figures to go stand on a stage and and run my mouth into a mic yet. But what I'm doing is affecting real change. I'm getting my message out there. I'm getting our message out there. I'm spreading the word about construction. I'm doing what we do here on a local stage. To me, at the end of the day, that's a great use of my time. And that's got payback that is immeasurable. If I can start by my measly voice that I have here and that I have on on a, a high school auditorium or in a high school classroom, if I can start convincing one kid, two kids, then three kids, four kids, five, 20, however many kids to check it out, to check out the trades, to check out construction, and if half of those or a quarter of those decide to give it an actual go, this has all been worth it. This has all been worth it. This inefficient use of my time has produced fantastic results. And that's why I do this, that's why we do this, that's why Dylan and I give up so much of our time every week, right? I got a family, Dylan has a family. We both run real jobs. We both own actual companies that make actual money that provide for us and our families and our employees. But we take the time inefficiently to come onto these mics, to get onto our social media, to get out in the community, and engage with people because it can produce immeasurable benefits. And that inefficiency leads to greatness in times. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't spend a, at least a second talking about all the assholes who use their time inefficiently for absolutely no benefit other than to try and swindle or or hoodwink those people who would who would engage with them. I can't tell you how many Cold DMs and cold emails and cold calls, I still get on a daily basis. It is, I started counting last week, how many emails I get, unsolicited emails, offering me estimating services for hire, okay? I got to 15 in one day and I stopped counting. 15 in one day of companies, so to speak, I say that very loosely because they're shitbag companies if you ask me, reaching out unsolicited to me to try and sell me a service that we specialize in at my effing company, right? We do estimates. We are pre-construction based construction managers, design builders. We are really freaking good at the pre-construction side. I'm not saying we're a perfect company. We are not, right? We're far from it. We're growing, we're learning, we're taking our bumps and our bruises and our lumps in the face and we're, and we're getting better every day because of it. There's things we can do to improve. But the last thing I'm going to do is outsource my bread and butter to some asshole who I don't even friggin' know who sent me some shit face email offering to come and do my estimates for some menial fee. Stupid. Inefficient waste of your time. Inefficient waste of my time. That's a big loss. Exit out. The same goes for all of these little notes we get. LinkedIn has become a cesspool of direct cold DMS every single week. I laugh out loud when I get an email or a a DM rather on LinkedIn asking me if I've ever considered the benefits of owning my own business. Yep. Think about that folks. Have you ever, Hey Matt, Hey Matt, I saw your connect your, uh, your profile. And I figured we really needed to connect. I have a great opportunity. Have you ever considered what it might be like if you owned your own business? Have you ever considered what it might be like to be an entrepreneur? We should link up and I can tell you about the benefits of of this, 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 and this. And if you join my my bullshit program, I can shut the hell up, okay? I'm sick of it. That is an inefficient use of your time. It is a giant effing waste of my time. Even though some of these do provide me a small bit of joy, once in a while, I'll just take them and repost them as my own content because it's almost unbelievable how this shit works that these people it's like the old the old uh saudi prince emails right that you used to get in the 90s for those of you old enough to remember where some saudi prince would email you and say hey i just found your name ironically and, and you happen to look like a person that i need to know because i i have billions of dollars that i need to transfer to a u.s bank account and all i need is your account number and i used to always think who the hell actually falls for this shit Obviously somebody does because they kept doing it. So obviously somebody's buying or hiring these shitbag estimating firms. And obviously somebody may be calling back these business ownership promises, promising people. But that's beside the point. There is inefficient uses of your time that can create great benefit to your company, to your personal brand, to your culture. And then there are the inefficient uses of time that you should stay the hell away from. You're all smart enough to know which is which. That's about all I had to talk about today, guys. It was it was a quick episode. I wanted to rattle this off. It's been on my mind lately. One more thing, and this is goddamn important. The day this episode airs is election day in America. Okay. Get your ass out there and vote. We are under attack right now. We have been under attack by dark forces who want nothing more than to destroy the very fabric which makes this country great. I am proud to be an American. I fly my flags high. I put them on our job sites. I wear them on my hats. I'm proud to be free AF, okay? And I wanna keep it that way. This isn't a political rant because it's not politics. It's about right versus wrong. And there has been some seriously wrong shit going on in society for a long time but the last few years have been really bad. And if we don't stand up now and make the correct choices on Tuesday, today, the day this airs, we are at very serious risk of losing everything that is free AF that we know and love. You wanna talk politics? You wanna talk whose side is better? Whose is what? Give me a call, reach out to me. We can, we can rattle that off all day long in private. I'm happy to do so but you all know what has to happen on tuesday today you all know what has to happen in the in the ballot box the voting booths rather make the right choice but make a damn choice i've heard from people already this year saying well there's no perfect option so i'm not voting that's a shitbag answer that's weak-minded bullshit we have an obligation as americans as free thinking freedom-loving americans we have an obligation to be Friggin' great. Now is the time to do that. Get your ass out there today and vote. Let's keep what we have. Let's get back to the reality that we had a few years ago where things were great, where we were growing, where the economy was booming, where gas didn't cost a frigging mortgage payment to pay even every month. Get out there and vote. Make some choices. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, share the show. That's it. We love you guys. We appreciate everybody that keeps listening, that keeps sharing the show and keeps rattling comments off. We love it all. We'll be back soon with some more interviews. We are lining them up as we speak. Have a fantastic week. God bless America.